Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. Hi, I'm Insert Funny Description here, Danny Beers. And I'm also Insert Funny Description here, Billy Andrew. And this week on the Gossip Gaze podcast, Billy's learning a few lessons from some lesbians from the 70s. Danny's getting stuck with a little prick. And we have a listener who's still waiting for their partner, The Gossip Narnia. Hello and welcome to another episode of your favourite podcast. And if it's not, it's going to be in the next half an hour. It's me, Danny Beard. And me, Billy Andrew. And we're queers and we're in your ears and we're going to talk loads of bloody shite today. We might even have a boo car. (laughs) Who knows? Um, So don't forget, you can get in touch with us. A big part of this show is you guys getting involved with us. We want to hear your stories. We want to hear your problems. We want to hear your dilemmas. We want to help you. Yeah. But we also want to hear your Hetty Room 101 for our little bonus episodes that go out on Monday. You can do all of that via the WhatsApp in the bio. Also, we've got the old school ways of getting in touch. I can't believe we're saying old school but email letters at gossipgazepod.com and our insta at gossipgazepod our only insta you can dm us message us on them and across all our socials actually so do that and don't forget whatsapp is our preferred method these days so head over to the description to find out more yeah, billy what have room. you been doing this week my queenie oh you've just reminded me i've not took my diet pills oh <laughs> you've just read, i've not done diet pills in a while you've not now can we talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> Excuse me, I think I'm more of a donkey these days. <laughs> the donkey in the room. You've lost two stone in weight, haven't mm, you? Yeah, I have, yeah. On, on this Zen pick. Now, for those that don't know, what's Zen pick? Oh, Zen pick is it's a new weight loss drug that's sweeping the world. It's not actually a weight loss drug. It's for people with diabetes. Um, I've seen a private doctor to get it, and it's... Listen, I'm not promoting it. This is a non-spawn. Yeah, it's not sponsored. It's not sponsored. It's expensive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but it was really bothering me. Like, I just got to a point again, like I always do, where I yo-yo and I was really depressed yeah. and single and feeling disgusting. And, like, the boys that I fancy didn't fancy me because I looked ugly. And I hate that getting in that space. Yeah, we, I, I think we can all relate to that space. So I've been in that space. I'm sure loads of listeners have been in that space where you feel a bit shit about yourself. Yeah, and like I watch this back and I just think I always look horrible. And, and I don't know, people comment on how I look a lot online. And, yeah. And I try not to read that and I try not to be bothered by it. But we both do give in to that sometimes. You know, you dissolve your lips because people said stuff on tiktok yeah. and you know a recent thing went out where james arthur was on um lorraine a while ago and loads of people were tweeting i thought this was danny beard i thought this was oh, danny right, beard really? did that bother you yeah it did yeah because one i really don't like james arthur i think he's, he's a, a fucking prick he's a cunt yeah i think he's never really dealt with his homophobic comments properly he's just lashed back instead of just kind of saying sorry and moving on and trying to do a good thing yeah um and also i think he looks an absolute state and that, you didn't like the comparison i didn't like the comparison hmm. um so yeah 
I've been on Ozempic for what would it be now? Six weeks. Yeah. Two just over two stone ish. Two stone. Wow. I'm happy. I'm going to the gym a little bit more. I feel like I've got more energy. I always struggle with my weight. So yeah, I've lost I've lost weight. <laughs> and it's the, what the easiest way you've done it, would you say? Because Slimming World, we've spoke about Slimming World loads on this podcast. We've both done it on and off for years. Mm-hmm. And when you're in the zone with Slimming World, you, you, you've you lost this amount of weight before, two stone on yeah. Slimming World. Yeah, and it took a lot longer to come off quick, which isn't necessarily healthy either. I'm trying to eat very healthy. I try and have around 300 calories a meal yeah. and try and fill up on like fruit and veg and healthy stuff. But it basically makes you feel a lot fuller quicker and fuller for longer and your appetite's gone um i've seen quite a few things on like this morning and morning live and different things about it it's got pros and cons i think you need to check in with your doctor as i say i've gone private for this so we have checkups and things like that and i'm trying to be as healthy as possible and i have like a clinician that i deal with and talk to i bet you do because i because i've i've just been approved for it yeah (laughs) (laughs) i've been approved as well what are you having for breakfast a needle (laughs) it is an injection it is an injection yeah um and i've been very non-invasive it's a tiny little pin you can't even feel it oh yeah you just stick it in your stomach stomach leg alternate butt whatever you press a button and then it goes um i had it last night for the first time and this morning i woke up and i didn't feel hungry so Bad. I had like two eggs for breakfast today. I mean, I'm eating considerably a lot less, and right. I do have quite. <laughs> don't ever mention it. I do have quite a busy schedule, so you know <laughs> I do have to try and still look after myself and try and work oh. out and not tire myself and make sure that, you know, I'm not burning the candle at both ends. But I do feel better in myself, um, you know, and the people that I'm dating seem to fancy me, which is nice. Well, I think they fancy me anyway, and it was just in my head. I don't know. But yeah. It's, yeah. N- it's nice when you feel nice about yourself because we all go through stages Can where you it's say like... I said people then, like there was multiple people. There's not multiple people. <laughs> the just the case, array of people just, I'm just dating. Just in case anyone's listening. <laughs> the, the array of people I'm um, I think it's nice to feel nice about yourself. It gives you more confidence and you seem happier. Genuinely. I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah. And I, and, but the thing is as well, I feel like we do need to get into a space where we're not... I'm meeting loads of people and they go, oh, wow, you've lost weight. Or like I met someone, I was judging the Drag Idol final a couple of weeks ago and one of the venue owners that I used to work for years ago, you look amazing. You've lost so much. You've never looked this good. Yeah. You look so, wow, you've lost so much weight. And it's like, they're quite muscle fit. Right. it's just a little bit like I feel like we should be in a space where we don't comment on people's weight gains or losses anyway. Like I'm doing it for me. I have a bad I do have a bad um I feel like this has started off very serious today. Yeah. Um I do have a bad relationship with food and with my mental health and how I look. Yeah. And I think being totally honest with, with the listeners of this show, I don't think you know, being thrust into a bigger spotlight has helped. Yeah. I, You know, I see myself on camera, I uh, filmed some bits recently and didn't like it. I've got my new TV show coming out and didn't like how I looked. I remember being in the dressing room the morning of doing big days filming and just crying before I put my makeup on because oh, wow. I just felt so horrible. Oh, shit. And I just don't like being in that space and I think there is a pressure for me to look good. And I'm... And what, you're feeling that pressure? Yeah, yeah. every day. And I just don't think it helps when people mention it. And it, it still upsets oh. me. It's very personal. And and even though I have lost two stone, I still feel fat and ugly, if I'm honest. Uh-huh. 
which annoys me. I do, and it upsets me a bit. I think I, think I didn't mean to get this emotional either, by the way, but it does upset me. And I just sometimes I wonder, will I ever be happy? Yeah, like we ever look in the mirror and be happy. But I think, yeah, I, th- I, I if I'm being honest and knowing you, I think the answer is going to be no, because there's always going to be something you're going to want to change, and you you do just focus on other bits. Like I went through a period where I lost. I think it was like four stone and i never felt skinny enough and when i look back at pictures now i'm like i was so skinny like mm. it was too skinny at one point yeah. and you do and i never felt skinny enough it yeah. was nuts and i think you know i, I know like your hope morgan doesn't mind but your partner morgan's slim and he's the opposite he's like i'd love to look like you yeah and i'm like i'd love to look like you and i think we, we live in a world where we're always comparing ourselves to other people mm-hmm. and i think as well like now you know you know coming out of a long-term relationship and that breaking down and then starting to date people and then you see who you who the person you're dating is also talking to or liking their pictures and you compare yourself to them yeah and then you're like well i'm and it's just you you, we wind ourselves up and, and i think when we made this podcast, we always said we'd be honest with people, and I think that's why I'm talking about it today. And, yeah. and, and I'm not advocate advocating. Is that the right word? Advocating no. people. No. No, that is the right oh, word. Right, now it is. <laughs> I'm not advocating people to go out and get a Zempic. No. But I also think I should be honest with people and say, you know, this isn't just gym and diet. I've been injecting myself. <laughs> and in oh, other you're news, just reminding me of type. <laughs> Again, <laughs> so talking about not being happy with yourself, I'm getting more filler in my ass. <laughs> Fill that out, baby. Well, thank you for being honest there. No, I know it's all right. I know it's sometimes like a bit strange because we've come from your living room and and like that space where we kind of had, I think we were sometimes more honest. And I think yeah. it's nice that we're getting more honest in the studio and feeling a bit yeah. more relaxed because that is the magic of podcasting. Really. The magic of the show. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not, like I say, I'm not advoc- I'm not telling people to go out and get I can't even say that fucking word. I'm not telling people to go out and get it. I just want to be honest with how I've done it. And I, st- I still am on it. And I'm hoping to properly find the time to start. I-, I need to be one of them people that get up and go, I'm going to the gym before anything happens. What time's my schedule today? I start at 7 a.m. Okay, I need Six. to be in makeup at 5. Okay, I'm going to get up at 3 and go to the gym. gym yeah. But I just, I'm not quite there yet. It's hard <laughs> to do that. It's so hard. But I think when I was on the cruise, I was waking up and going to the gym. Wow. And I was like, wow, I've got so much more of my energy. day to do now. And I've got so much more energy. And like today, I've not gone to the gym and I'm going after here and I'm already in my mind. Now he's been like, oh, I don't have to go. I can't be asked. But I'm going to make myself go today Um, because it does help. But it's so hard to get into a routine. But you look you look gorgeous. You you. look stunning. I'm glad you're feeling better um, about yourself because you're getting. I am feeling better about myself. But, you know, it's it's just a journey in it. And yeah. The pressures of the job don't help, girls. What have you been up to, my gorge? Me? Well, I saw something on Instagram this week, right? And it was lesbians in the 70s, right? Oh, I saw this! Yes, so this was lesbians back in the day when it was illegal. Um, Apparently, they um, would go cruising at like this beach area. And the butchers would take a bag. Is this this? <laughs> I love this! Yes, so the butch queens would then take a big like handbag or carrier bag and then the little more petite ladies would stand in the carrier bag and they would do stuff in the bathroom style but if a police officer came in and looked under he'd just see one person and a bag because he wouldn't see the feet in it brilliant I brilliant love, idea I love, I love those lesbians doing that they were paving the way they were paving the way they 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 are the og cruisers and, and you know what jokes aside we do have to kind of like look back at these 
<laughs> oh, gays TM. And, <laughs> and, and, and thank them because, you know, it, it was very dangerous and it still is in a lot of places around the world to be queer. And yeah. there's still people around the world that are hiding who they are and can't live their life. And the most freeing thing I ever did was come out. And now I love being gay. Absolutely. Same. I love being I gay. I change it for the world. I look down upon the streets. <laughs> <laughs> and I can because I'm not punching down. And I know this. I know yeah. some straight people go, "Oh, I don't like it when you make jokes about hetties." It's and and try and be offended. And I'm like, "You bitch, you can't be offended. You're still the dominant species. Yeah. You can walk down the street doing what you want, and your your pop stars don't get the same shit that my pop stars get, and your people and your artists don't get the shit that my and me." get yeah so when you have hetty screamed in your face while it's being punched into the floor i'll stop making the hetty jokes but that's not happening exactly so i ain't make, stopping exactly. making the jokes okay so go back to your crushed velvet houses <laughs> go and feed your french bulldog <laughs> go and get your fellas other phone and check what birds he's texting around <laughs> <laughs> but yeah big up to the old gays tm i love old gays love ya Shall we crack on with show? Yeah, sorry, that was a bit of an emotional start. That's all Shall right. Shall we just go straight to Snack of the Week? Let's go Snack of the Week. Can we, can we not even take a break before Snack of the Week? I need okay. feeding. The Gossip Gaze. Now, as I promised last episode, I've saved best till last, I have got KFC flavoured crisps. What? <laughs> yeah, baby. It I is love chicken. Flavour inspired ruffles, iconic restaurant KFC. These are from the airport in Greece. I got three packets of crisps. Last week we wow. had to These have lasted up. weeks. Wow. Surprised you've not eaten them. Don't smell like KFC, unfortunately. KFC fla- And what's a ruffle? They look like crinkle crisps. Mm. I only want one. Because <laughs> I'll be full. <laughs> Shite. Shite. Not KFC flavour at all. Where's the seven different herbs and spices, please? <laughs> There's none. I'm getting some. I'm getting fucking just that. I'm getting plain crisp. I'm getting plain crisp. With the chicken dust. Pass the bag. Just a little hack for everyone at home. Take your bag. Not much flavour. If you've already opened it, roll the top. We're going to do three rolls on this one, girls, gays and gays, because <laughs> we don't want no flavour to be lost. We're going to insert the bag. Oh, no, we're not going to insert it anyway. We're going to turn the bag. I feel like I've done this before on the show. You shake, shake, shake your mama. Shake, shake your, your mama, mama right. Come on. Shake, 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 shake your mama. Shake your mama right. I'm going to keep this shake going for a while because I think we might have lost a bit of flavour to the bottom of the bag. They taste plain and shit so far. Please tell me you're going to get more chicken flavour. I think... <laughs> Are they better? More flavour. Right, let me taste There's more now. More flavour. Now that we've shaped your mama bag. Here we go. No. There's more flavour. Shite. But there's more flavour. There is slight more flavour, yeah. I've got to give you that. Shite crisps. It's chicken flavour. Not even good chicken. Shit chicken. Do you know what I want to try next week? Go on. And, and, and I think we should try them ASAP. The new chocolate pies from McDonald's. <gasps> the new... I can't have a full one. No. <laughs> I mean, I'll have a bite of yours. We'll, we'll split it in far. <laughs> we'll just do one. I'm splitting. Yeah. You know, we don't need the full foods. And also the Biscoff McFlurry they're doing as well. What? Biscoff McFlurry and chocolate pie. I mean, we are both on a Zempic now, but I mean, we'll have a. We'll, we'll split one between we'll four. We'll split one between four in the studio. And we're saving on the cost. It's a, it's a taste <laughs> test. There's a cost to living. It's, it's a taste test. Exactly. Well, there that we go. Shit snack of the week. We shit need snack some of the good week. snack I'm sorry. of the weeks. Uh, people, if you want to. 
make us try <laughs> snacks. Oh, God, I wondered where this was going. Send them in. People have sent things in in the past and we've tried it. I mean... Can we get an address? Like a P.O. box. Don't home cook it, though, because I will be honest. If if it's home cooked, I don't eat it. People it, bring home cooked treats sometimes to meet and greets. And I'm like, what is going on? Really? Hold I on. can't try that. No, a you can't. A home-baked cookie. No, I've not I, seen your kitchen, darling. Absolutely. Oh, you might that. have six Alsatians. <laughs> <laughs> no. Does your Alsatian always help you prepare them? Yeah. <laughs> Does your Alsatian always make you cookies for you? <laughs> uh, listen, we're going to be back after this short break with a listener's letter. And let me tell you. What is that? Sorry, we just had to Stop. interrupt this programme. Somebody's just WhatsApped the, right now. It is. Walkers are doing What's It flavoured crisps. They're doing Doritos flavoured normal crisps and they're doing Monster Munch flavoured crisps. I need to try the Monster Munch flavoured crisps. So, so it's a Walkers plain, not plain, it's like a Walkers, you know, shape. OG, you know, Gary Lineker crisp. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Those ones, but mm. it's the Monster Munch flavour, the Dorito flavour and the What's It flavour. We had those potato... Sorry, this is going everywhere at the moment. <laughs> Where are we going here? But we had those potato crisps the other night that were thick. thick. They were almost like a chip. Yeah, well, like you a... ate them. I had one. They were gorgeous, though. Zempic. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for getting in touch. The Gossip Case. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Thousands of people listen to the Gossip Gaze every week. And we can help deliver your brand message to a targeted audience. So if you want to be part of the Gossip Days and connect with engaged audio listeners, get in touch. Just email sales at audioalways.com and find out more about how podcast advertising and sponsorship could work for you. That's sales at audioalways.com. Girlies, gazies, and daisies. Oh, yeah, baby. That really knocked me sick saying it like that, but I'm kind of <laughs> just going to go with it. I'm excited because, as many of you will know, I am taking my one clown show. Yeah. It's not called that, um, but I've just coined <laughs> it. Uh, I'm taking my own show to the Edinburgh Fringe. Yes. And we are running for a whole week, starting on the, what date am I starting? It's so, shall <laughs> I Finishes on the 25th. Yeah, it finishes on the 25th, and I think you start on the Monday before. Shall I have a look? No, it's not five days, is it? Right, it's the 22nd. Is it? Is it Tuesday the 22nd to the 26th? No. It's more days than that. All right, well, it's the 21st then to the 26th. I'm at Edinburgh Fringe anyway. Check out my... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. Check out my socials. I'm there with my full live band. And you mm. know what? I thought, how the hell can I go to Edinburgh Fringe and not take my fucking bestest mate in the whole wide world? So... <laughs> We can exclusively announce that the Gossip Gaze will be doing an exclusive Edinburgh Fringe live recording, won't we, Bill? Oh, my God. It's the first time we're going to the Fringe. It's our first live show since you've won Drag Race, actually. It is, it's... and it's live in Edinburgh. Mm -hmm. Details are as follows. We're going to be at the Underbelly. It's a Woo! prestigious venue in Bristow Square. Tickets available at underbellyedinburgh.co.uk, and they'll be on sale at the end of this week, so you're finding out first. We will post on our socials. Mm -hmm. um, so... 
listen. It's one night only, can I just say? It's one night only. One night only. Um, oh, sorry, I've said that wrong. They'll be on sale right now. Oh, fab. They're on sale now. I've said it wrong. They're on sale right now. Fab. Right now. Right now, now. Right now, now, now. Oh. Right now, now, now. <laughs> Nina, now, now. Nina, now, now. ITV News. <laughs> Go and get your tickets. Gossip Gaze Live, Edinburgh Fringe, at the Underbelly, Bristow Square, on Thursday, the 24th of August at 5.30pm. There's oh, going to yeah. be lots going on, mm -hmm. but you can go and see Gossip Gaze Live and then head over to my show and have a full Gossip Gaze evening. You will see me out of drag and in drag yeah. in the space of a couple of hours. Wow. That is worth seeing. Trust me. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so big headed. Take your tickets, baby. <laughs> the Gossip Gaze. Welcome back um, to the Gossip Gaze um, podcast. <laughs> That's it. Podcast. We're on a podcast. We're on a podcast. Now, this is the part of the podcast where we answer your listeners' letters. Now, your questions and your dilemmas, and you can share your opinions on whatever is troubling you. A problem shared is a problem halved. Now, here we go. This says, hello, Gossip Days. I need your help. I'd like to remain anonymous, but I'm stuck with what to do with this situation. So I thought I'd message you. Fab, me and my boyfriend have been together for over three years. Aww. I know when we started dating, he wasn't out of the closet. However, I thought he would soon be ready. We got together and kept waiting for it to happen. I understand people do it when they are ready, but it's been three years. I've met some of his friends who know, but not all of them and none of his family. They don't even know I exist. It's breaking my heart. I love him, but I'm struggling to see it ever happening. Love the pod. Thanks. We've got yes. somebody here who's in a relationship with somebody who's not out to everybody. Some of their friends know. The family don't. It's, you're, you're a secret boyfriend, essentially. For secret partner for three years. This is kind of a shit situation, really. Because while I never think anybody should be forced out, it's always got to be... On their terms. On their terms. Exactly. I suppose you entered the relationship with somebody into a closet and that's something you, you know, you, did. you assumed and assuming makes an ass out of you and me, um, <laughs> whatever the saying is. is. Yeah. yeah. But I feel for you because you don't want to feel like a secret, like it's like a dirty thing or mm -hmm. I think you need to have a real convo with them and say, look, this is how it's making me feel. I don't want to force you out. But I want you to take into consideration how I feel and I want you to talk to me about it. And if you can't talk to me about it, I want you to talk to a therapist about it. Yeah. Why can't you come out? Because I, I do think coming out is the most freeing thing and I'd love that them to be free of this secret. But it's the, one of the most scariest things this though, is, as well. This is deep to be with someone for three years and still not be out. This This is somebody with some severe trauma this is someone with some severe hang-ups about it and yeah. you know fear fear yeah there's a fear and I, there and i think you need to empathize a little bit with them and i'm sure you do and have for a long time, time. it's been three years yeah exactly but what do you think bill i'm thinking you you have entered this though knowing this and that's and that's the tricky bit because like like we said at the start it's not like they were saying to you, oh, I'm going to come out soon. You just assumed they would. And it has been three years. It's just, how is the relationship other than this? Is this the only thing that's bothering you? Are you still having a nice time? Good. Are you still... Are you emotionally connected? connected? Sexually connected? Exactly. If it's... Is this actually really the hook and the crook of the relationship? Do they make you laugh? Like, I think that's a big thing for me now. Yeah. I know I mention it a little bit more, like, about dating and stuff, but... You need to laugh. Like, I, for me, I've realised how important that is. Laughing. Laughter, yeah. Laughing and just feeling good. Like, mm. 
I also think all that needs to be there still. And even after three years, even after 10. Yeah. Even after three months. Yeah. What, but you also need to look at yourself and be like, like, is... <laughs> Spit it out. <laughs> what are you trying to, to look for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I, think that, I, I think you need to look at yourself and think like, how important is it that, this, that, that your partner comes out? Like, could they be in the closet forever? Yeah. And would it still bother you? I think it would bother me. Would it? Yeah, because, you know, you want to meet the family and you want to you, you compare yourself to other relationships, which we shouldn't, but we do. Yeah. And you want to do those things. And, you know, you might want to walk down the street somewhere and hold the hand, but you can't. And, you know, other things that we're not oh, thinking about here. God, and, yeah. I, and I empathise with you so much. Got yeah. Um, I think it needs to be a serious convo. And I think reality is you might have to also be prepared for your partner to say, well, I'm never coming out. Now what? Exactly. And is this a deal breaker for you? That, that sorry, that's what I was getting at. Is this Thank a deal breaker? One. Thank you. We no finally problem. got there. It took us a while. That, it took me a while. Yeah. Is this a deal breaker? Deal breaker. If it's not a no. deal breaker, I'm just doing what you do. <laughs> if it's not a deal breaker. Breaker. Then don't break up with them. Up with them. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not a deal breaker, then I think you need to let this person come out whenever they're ready. If it's a deal breaker for you, then you need to really say, look, this is actually probably a deal breaker. And that's easier said than done for me on a podcast who's not emotion emotionally connected to this person. Yeah. It's it's a hard decision. And hard I, I empathise with you. Hard Stop decision. Me. Tough place to be in. Yeah. And Tough place. I love you loads. We, I love you as well. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have the answer there, darling. We don't have the answer. Only you and him have this answer. And I think... It'll happen. You just need to be a bit more patient and understanding. And it's, as we've already both said, it's easy for us to say. To be fair, this is just triggering a memory. My first boyfriend wasn't out. Completely at all. Not out at all. And I was a bit on the side. And I, well, he wasn't my boyfriend, but we used to get a hotel room and stay there. And he used to come out to mine a lot. My mum used to call him Penfold because <laughs> because he looked like somebody from a cartoon called Penfold. Was he your teacher? No, he was. See, <laughs> <laughs> PE teacher or something. PE historian, please. PE never set foot in the gym locker room. Exactly. But um, I, I was a secret. You were. I was, yeah. And it, do you know what? It did bother me because I was like, just tell your family, just tell them, just tell them. And it's not a nice feeling. Um, and that ended in disaster. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, maybe we'll just cut all that story and story. we will go straight to. Listen, guys, it's this is one of those situations where you need to really have some deep chats and be prepared to tackle some awkward things that, that you might not be willing to face yourself either. Mm-hmm. Keep us involved if you want. Let us know how the next step goes. And if anyone else wants to send in your listeners' letters, we are here to help you debate those dilemmas and bring peace to the queer community. Cool. So do that via our WhatsApp. Do that via email. DM us, you know, send a fucking carrier pigeon. We don't care. We'll help you. Next up, we've got Sam with the news and he's got hotkeys, which is terminology for a button I'm about to press with his voice on. Because again, Sam can't be asked. can't be asked to be here. <laughs> Sorry, conference. <laughs> the Gossip Case. All right, let's kick off with Sam, love it. Here yeah, we go. Baby. Okay, so quick one for you. What word applies to roughly 99% of people? which Elon Musk has banned on Twitter. What word applies to 99% of people that Elon Musk has banned on Twitter? No, Danny, it's not. (laughs) Sorry, Lucas, going to have to bleep that out. Um, It's cisgender. It's cis, yeah. Cis, cisgender. And for those that don't know, cisgender is... Your mum. 
<laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. It's somebody <laughs> who is... Sorry, how do you... What's what's the actual... Uh, <laughs> sorry, what is this gender? Um, Kendall gender sister. Yeah. <laughs> Cisgender is just anyone that's, you know, born in the body that, you know, they were given. Yeah, there we go. It's the best way to put it, really, isn't it? Uh, so let's carry on with this. Don't guessing. Right, so the figures vary, right, and it changes where you are in the world. Uh, there's a lot of different research done to this, but it's thought that anywhere as high as 2% and as low as 0.1% of people are trans mm -hmm. or non-binary. So that would make anywhere from 98 to 99.99% of the world cisgender. However, Elon Musk has now said that cis and cisgender are slurs um, and considered it harassment on Twitter, which you can now be suspended I'm just for. Do you know why but I feel like so many people who are transphobic think cis is a slur because they think trans is a slur? Right. So they use trans as a slur or non-binary as a slur and they think by saying that they're, they're, they're putting somebody down. But it's not. It's a fact. I'm, you know, yeah. such and such is trans. This person is trans. It's not a slur if no. your intent behind it isn't that. So for someone else to be described as cis, they then see that as a slur. And that's why someone with little tiny dick like Elon feels this way. By the way, earlier on this year... Twitter dropped its policy under Elon Musk, which protected trans people from deadnaming and misgendering. Just saying. This all came about because an anti-trans commenter said he didn't like the word cisgendered, uh, that he refuses to accept the word cisgendered, and he didn't want to be called it. Obviously, that opened the floodgates for people pointing out he is in fact cisgendered, um, and he is a cis man. And when he Sissy. started getting more and more upset... Uh, <laughs> They started calling him sissy. Now, uh, also need to point out, it is just cis and cisgendered that are being banned. Not sissy, you can still say that one. Oh, I bet you The can. replies to this tweet are also really dumb because it's mostly cisgendered people claiming that the word cisgendered has been coined to marginalise them. And it's not true. <laughs> oh, that Jesus. word been has in existed for years. since the early 90s. And the concept of being cisgendered has existed since, oh yeah, all of humanity. Listen here, right? Yes. What is it with fucking Hatties? They're, di they're dying. They're dying for it. Yeah. They're dying to be marginalised. They want it. They want they, it. They, and listen, you can it. have it from us faggots. We don't want it. <laughs> no. Take it from us if you want it. <laughs> oh, yes. God, get a grip. So I think you'll like this. A trans man has now won his third fight against cisgendered male opponents. Uh, he's called Patricio Manuel, and he was the first transgendered man to box professionally in the US. Uh, since starting, he's actually won all three of his fights, and they've all been against cisgendered men. He's managed to do all of this whilst the World Boxing Council has proposed trans bans or an individual trans category, um, which Patricio said was dehumanising. Uh, he's spoken out about this and all the different proposals, but if he keeps winning, he'll be in a position to become officially ranked in one of the world's major boxing sanctioning bodies with cisgendered men. The only question is, are the councils going to allow that? Well, the way that the world's going, they're trying to ban trans people from doing anything, especially sport. And I think a lot of it's to do with, you think, you know, uh, female to male trans siblings, it's unfair in sports. Yeah, they use but that terminology. this is a great example of... The opposite this way round, if exactly, you want. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, everything they say kind of being proved wrong, really. Exactly. Yeah. You know 100%. I mean? Yeah. So, because it's it, by their own 
definition so, of why it would be unfair, it would it would mean that a trans man had a disadvantage. Exactly. So but they're actually winning. Bitch. You know what? <laughs> I, I do have hope for our trans siblings that we're going through what gay people went through in the 90s and hopefully it shouldn't take 10 years or 12 or 20 mm. years, but I'm hoping we get some kind of see. We see the other side. Yeah, and I think That's we will. Saying. So, one last thing from Sam then. Thank you, Sammy. I'm sure you both know iSpice. She's rapidly oh, yeah. been on the rise since Boys Are Liar, collabs with Taylor, collabs with Nikki. Mm-hmm. But here's a question. Uh, what does she think is the secret to a successful song? Any guesses? Danny, what makes your song so great? Billy, you're a DJ. What makes his song so great? Good beat, good production, good yeah. lyrics. I like an auto-tuned vocal as well, you're personally. Vile. You're <laughs> I love an auto-tuned vocal. Let's find out the bloody answer. Right, well, iSpice says the secret to a hit song is the gaze. She did an interview with Team Vogue. She was asked who she makes music for and she said she makes music for the gays because gays love her and she loves the gays. And they love me for loving them and I love them for (laughs) loving me and we just love each other. I sexual herself. So I actually love that she's saying this. I love that she's making music for the community and that she considers her music part of the community. What I want to know is what do you think? Like, especially looking at things like Padam, do you think that the gays can carry an artist? Absolutely, you're 100%. joking. Hundred percent. We we gays have carried artists since the early early seventies, <laughs> like the disco queens. RuPaul loves all yeah, Diana Ross. All the disco queens we followed. We love females of pop. We've got money to waste on music. We don't have f- mouths to feed. Why do you think Madonna's tickets are five hundred quid? Because the gays can afford it, yeah, darling. Unfortunately, God, you know God, I mean? Madonna, Beyonce. Same. Yeah, all the ticket prices shot up because it's the pink pound. Yeah, Adele even. Adele, yeah. You want to see that Vegas residency? It is like a who's who of bumming town. <laughs> like that Gaga concert at the fucking orgy in the toilet, do you remember? Oh, I was organised by Gaga. I swear <laughs> no, that's by Gaga herself. Yeah. Um, I, I, Did I, you I, get the chromatica lube? <laughs> <laughs> I got the butt plug. <laughs> um, I don't, like, it, it is weird how gays in general, because I remember growing up, loving all these females are pop and then finally when the internet hit that's how old i am i remember before the internet darling the gen z's toes just killed when the internet hit yeah but when it did hit and then i started connect with other people online um and found out that they all were into the same music as me it's weird how i didn't know any gay people growing up i just gravitated towards these people and these Mm. artists all my people in the crowd grab a partner take it down it's billy against the music exactly um, and then it was like it's just weird how we all have this similar like S- taste taste yeah. yeah the gay taste the gay <laughs> taste tastes like semen mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no I'm totally here for it listen yeah. thank you Sam that was a very engaging week I love the breaks I love the questions oh yeah thank you I love that he's doing it from home actually there's, there's less Tory Atmos <laughs> Oh, I do miss him. I oh, miss I love him. Sam. Sam will be back next week. Sam will be back soon. Listen, it's come to the end of a show this week. It's and flown by. It's, Sorry uh, that I got a little bit emotional. No, it's nice, I think to, it's be nice to be Well, I think it's nice to be honest. It is nice to be honest. Yeah. And thank you for being honest. No, thank you for being honest. You're welcome. Thank you. I've had a really nice couple of weeks back. I think that little break did us good. I agree. Uh, we've got to thank everyone that's involved as well. So thank you to producer Lucas for producing the show. Thank you to you guys for getting involved. Keep getting involved. And don't forget, we have Hetty Room 10 Hell. 
one oh hell. My brain's trying to make me finish the end of this show so I can go and suck some dick. Hetty Room One O One. I'm joking, by the way. I'm not going to suck any dick. Um, Hetty Room One O One. Yeah. And get involved. Tell us what makes you ick. And that's on the bonus episode that yeah. drops every, every Monday. Monday. Yeah, baby. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Like we said, and um, we'll be back on Monday for a Brucey bonus episode. Love ya. See you later, everybody. Say bye, Danny. Bye, Danny. The Gossip Gaze. Thousands of people listen to The Gossip Gaze every week. And we can help deliver your brand message to a targeted audience. So if you want to be part of The Gossip Gaze and connect with engaged audio listeners, get in touch. Just email sales at audioalways.com and find out more about how podcast advertising and sponsorship could work for you. That's sales at audioalways.com.